0: Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson, and this is episode 17. And the title of the episode is, How Do I Put Myself Out There? Dun, dun 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 Again. You know, I think for everybody, it at least feels sometimes like putting yourself out there is going to be hard. However, in my experience, and this goes with almost anything that we're doing, It's really the starting of anything that feels hard. I I mean, I I write a book, and so I'm like 130,000 words in, and I'm still, I don't know, probably like three quarters done or so. Just to give you an idea, Harry Potter is like 85,000 words for the first book. But what
1: occurs to me as I'm writing my book, when I sit down, that's the hardest part. Like, sitting down and just...
0: And just starting to type is really the hardest part. But when I start typing, and especially for myself, as many of you guys know, I'm 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 fairly religious. Like, and it, so I actually sit down
1: and before I before I write, I usually say a prayer and ask Heavenly Father for His help. And you know, when I do that, oftentimes the words seem to flow through me. No, so
0: how does that relate to what I'm talking about with just putting ourselves out there again?
1: Like, half the battle is just showing up. You know, it reminds me of a scene from... I'm a
0: huge Adam Sandler fan. I like most of his stuff. Some I don't. But I love the movie Big Daddy. And the little kid says something so funny on there. He says... Which Adam Sandler's character basically told him to say. He basically said initiation is like, I don't remember if it's half the battle or nine tenths of the battle or what, I, what exactly the number is, but initiation is half the battle.
1: And sometimes we get so in our head, and it's almost like, especially if you've been through some bad experiences
0: which if you haven't, just wait, like you will definitely go through some bad
1: experiences because that's just a part of life. And, you know, when you go through those bad experiences, you, it's
0: almost like when you bring that with you into a conversation, it's like you're carrying this giant pile of rocks and you're dragging it around. There's this there's an episode of The Simpsons where it's it's called The Stone It's one of their probably probably one of their most popular episodes. And and Homer's dragging around this giant rock, and you know, and then they find out that he has this uh, he has this birthmark, which is basically the stone symbol. And so then they take they take the uh, you know probably small to medium sized rock that he have, and like oh you know they release him from the stone of shame. And then they make him carry, like, the Stone of Fame or wh- one of those things. I don't remember exactly what it is. But, but it's so funny because that's us. We're we're the ones carrying rocks around everywhere we go. We're carrying all the past relationships that we've ever been through. That's not going to work out very well. I, I mean, I think the first step you got to do is... I, I mean, no. <laughs> Don't let this hold you back, but I'm just sharing with you what I see. I have found that oftentimes it's important to really let go of some of our past relationships if we want to, if we desire to move forward. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and date every
1: person known to man. I'm really not. I'm actually totally against that. Everybody has something
0: that they're looking for. And if somebody has enough of what you're looking for in your life that you want to find out what's,
1: what's there and, and what's inside of that person, then ask them out. But if you don't, don't. There's a book and it's called boundaries and I've only read part of it, but
0: it really shares like setting boundaries. And I think especially when you're starting out again, you gotta have boundaries. I I
1: am not a fan of saying yes to every person that asks you out. I'm just not. Why? Well, I, I had an experience one time where
0: a friend. It was actually, it was actually a member of my uh, church leadership. They asked me to take this girl out, and so I took her out, and we went to. I mean, this this was at the time that I lived in Utah, going to BYU, and so we went to. Oh my goodness, what's the name of that place? It's actually really good. Like if you're in, actually, they have, they have them quite a few places now. It's so funny. I, I just paused there for a moment and I started to look it up. And then as I was looking it up, it came to me. And it was Zuppa's. And I'll share another point on that. For I've got to finish this other point. Otherwise, I'll get sidetracked.
1: After the date, after we'd gone to Zuppa's, this girl basically hinted that she'd like to see me more.
0: And so for me, like, for those of you that have been on the zoom call that we have every Monday morning, I, and have gotten to know me a little bit of like, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And, and sometimes it doesn't take you very long to figure out what you want and what you don't want. But in this particular case, no offense to the girl. Like, I mean, I I've, I've been like known, you know, very, very, very attractive girls that have like zero of the right energy for me. That doesn't make them bad people. That just means that we just aren't a good fit. And in this particular case, it was kind of like the movie Cinderella where one of the older stepsisters tries to put on the tiny shoe. And it was like, yeah, this is not happening. There is, there is no way this is happening.
1: And so she hinted at like, hey, I'd love to see you again. And I realized something. I knew that I did not want that. I I knew it was going to be a bit painful.
0: I'm really one of those nice guys. Like, I'm one of those nicest guys that you've ever met. I'm not just saying that. And uh, and so I've just kind of let things come as they are. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, yeah, you want to see me again? Awesome. But that's like, but I didn't do that. I basically shared with her, like, no, I'm not I'm not interested, and I, I wish you all the best. I, I think there is something so healthy in doing that. And there's something also I realized from that experience. You gotta have the conversation one time or the other. You you've gotta have that conversation of saying, Yes, you are my person, or or like not my person, but Yes, this is going somewhere or I want to see where this goes or I don't, you know, the the analogy that's coming to me now is it's like if you're on a drive, well, if you're just on a leisurely drive and you're enjoying the drive, then you keep going. But if the drive isn't very fun, you can get off the road anytime you want and go back to whatever else you want to do. I I think so often we, we give people way too much of a chance. Okay. Now, now I know some of you guys want to kill me, but that's okay. I've just got to be honest. We do, we give people way too much of a chance. And and I've, and I've even talked with people and they, and they've said, I've, I knew this person wasn't my person. We just know. And, and the deeper that you get into connection with some of the things we've talked about in the past few weeks on this podcast, the more you're going to see that. Like that's why I talk about some of those things i I know many of those titles and and I realized this recently when when a, one of our well well, first of all, thank you to I was gonna add this at the beginning, but thank you so much to stephanie one of one of our listeners out there and also one of my personal friends that happened to mention to me and say, hey like um i I
1: would love it if you talked about this like yeah. And so anyways, like we do, we, we get in, we
0: get in these ways of like, we have to do something or we have to, I, I don't know why, I don't know why we do this. I don't know who sets us up for this and says, I, I mean, one of the, one of the ways that somebody described it to me, is Joseph, you can spend, you can spend $10 on a girl for ice cream. And it's not about, it's really
1: not about the $10. It's about that person wants a chance. That other person wants an honest
0: chance. And if I know it's not there, I'm going to have the conversation before the date or I'm going to have it after the date. But I want to have it. You got to have it. And maybe we, we make way too much of a big deal about that conversation. Well, what if you could just go into any experience that you liked and ask whoever you wanted out? If they say no, who cares? You didn't have a date before the question. You don't have a
1: date after the question, who cares? I think there's a part of us that we care because there's a
0: part of us that doesn't like rejection. And when we feel like we've been rejected so many times in our lives
1: we don't want to do that again to us. And we don't want to do that again to somebody else. But I got news for you. Rejection is simply, it's simply a,
0: it's, it's almost like you're walking down the trail and you're like, oh man, I really, really want to go that direction. And then all of a sudden you see a giant sign in front of you that says, warning, danger, danger, danger. Like, you know, snakes or I don't know what, what kind of warnings you see in the desert. That, that's where I live. So, but it's almost that. It's just a guidepost. And, and, if that, and if that way turns out to work for you later, fine. But you don't have to worry about it then. What if somebody was able to reject you? Or if somebody was able to, re- or you were able to reject somebody else. But not have so much weight on it. You're you're gonna hear this analogy and, and and depending on how long you've listened to this podcast, you're gonna share you're gonna hear the analogy I'm about to share over and over and over because it's just how things work. Like, there's a scene in Meet the Parents where Ben Stiller's character is asked, Did you burn down the gazebo? Did you burn down the wedding altar? And he it gets a funny look on his face and he's like, Well, you put so much gosh darn lacquer that it was an accident waiting to happen. If you put so much weight on every aspect of your life going perfectly, I got news for you. You're not going to be
1: very happy and you're not going to be where you want to be. You know, as far as basically you know,
0: striking out again and taking a shot again and putting yourself out there again, hey, I have been the worst in that for most of my life. I really have. When I was 18, I knew I was meant to be a coach. And I mean, if, if you're familiar with the story of Jonah and the whale, you could very easily put that to Joseph and the whale. That was me. Well, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where to go. I, I mean, I had so much thinking about it. It was like, oh my goodness, because I got professionally trained as a coach. You know, I, I spent a couple of years on my mission for my church down in Brazil. But then when I got back, I actually got trained fairly soon after into coaching. And I really wanted to do relationship coaching, but I felt there was no money in it. And so I didn't really go that direction. And I actually went a different direction and went and got and went and got my traditional education. Which I'm grateful for the people that I met there. But if I'm being hundred percent honest, like it was my degree has sat
1: in a bag or that little stupid paper envelope they give you and it's still sitting there. And it will probably sit there for a long time. Like, I, I just don't care about that stuff. And, and I never
0: really cared that much about going to college. But I was so scared about the alternative. <laughs> I was a 23-year-old kid. Who in the world was going to want to listen to me? And now I look at some of my dear colleagues and friends that, um, you know, in, in Michael Neal's community, he's, he's my, one of my mentors and coaches, you know, as I, as I look at him and I look at some of these kids that are 23, 26, I'm like, oh my goodness, if only I would have done it way back when I would have been so much further down my path. Yeah, maybe, but I can't go back and change it. What does it matter? What, what does it matter? We, we worry and whine about all the things we can't change in our life, but we can't change them in our life. Ever. I have what I have today, and that's it. I, I have the youth that I have today. I have the age that I have today. That's it. Like, and the more that I worry and complain about everything I don't have in my life, the more that's what I'm going to get. And I just have to share because I had a really cool thought this morning when I was actually studying my scriptures. Well, the other thought is like you ask and you receive. And I happened to be studying and was, you know, the, that inner voice and the spirit just directed me to prayer and to study about that. And I was thinking of some of these things I prayed for that just don't go right. It's like if I pray before basketball, like because I play early in the morning, so i usually pray before I go because that's just what I do. And, I'll, and sometimes in the past, I would say this prayer, like, please bless that nobody gets hurt. And I would usually get hurt. Like, and it's so funny, but knowing what I know about life, our brain, our mind thinks in pictures. We don't dream in the word not. We might have a picture in a, and then we have a, a bad feeling. But like our mind, it, it dreams in pictures, it thinks in pictures. So whatever you ask for, that's what you're going to get. If you set out and thinking, oh my goodness, I do not want to meet this type of person. Your brain does not understand the word not. Do you see what I just did there? I totally just did.
1: I saw it. I saw it. Your brain only thinks in pictures. And so anything you say
0: in the negative will actually be seen as the positive. If you say, I don't want to meet this person, I can almost guarantee you, you will meet them. If you don't believe me, try it. I don't want to meet another person that's, I don't know, lately the word I've been hearing a lot is narcissist. Like, I don't know, I I think we label stuff way too quickly anyways, and I don't know what that means as far as like the medical definition, but I've been hearing that word a lot lately.
1: And like we label things, and I don't want to meet this, and then what do you meet? You meet that. Focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. You know, I love
0: this I heard an awesome story. So I'm also a big fan of the show How I Met Your Mother. Like a huge fan. I love it. And and one day I actually hope to have Josh Radner on this podcast. So if you have any connections, I would love that. I, I really would, just because I mean the amount of gratitude I have for that show, which is just very, very well done, it has given me so much hope. And but but he did an interview and he actually said that you know, he, he was talking to them about how he got cast for how he met your mother, so he plays the main character of Ted. and And he said, like, th- he was known in the, in the industry of, in the film industry as the guy that would say no to almost anything. And so along came this along came the script, and there, and there was an agent, and they're like, or however. Whoever the person was, I know the exact right person for this
1: role. And. Like. And then and then they said, but he's super selective and he
0: about which roles he'll even audition for. So do you know what happened? This casting director went to Josh Radner, who at the time was kind of a nobody. He was not very well known at all. Nothing like he is
1: today. And because he said no to almost everything that he didn't want. They were
0: auditioning. He was auditioning them. It's the difference between walking into
1: a car lot and saying, you know what? I really want to buy a car. Or trying to have to sell your car on Craigslist.
0: There's a total difference. They were selling him on this role. He didn't have to. And and I love that analogy. I love that example of say no to what you don't want. You know what you want in the area of attractiveness. I'm not saying they have to be a drop dead model. Like I've you know, what one particular girl that definitely would qualify in the at least physically in the category of model that I hung out with one time or a few times, um there was no substance.
1: There was nothing there was, there was an empty house. Like there was no spirit. There was no energy.
0: You have to decide and you have to understand that you're going to get the sum of all
1: those parts, but you have to know which sum of all those parts you want. And so when you're going back out there again, be willing to say no, be willing, just like
0: Josh Radner said, like, that's not my thing. Many dates that I've agreed to, I knew way ahead of time that I was not interested, but it really was. Somebody close to me said, Joseph, everybody deserves $10 worth of ice cream. And, and if they're listening, hopefully they don't feel, feel judged by this, uh, by this comment, but they do. But what they, they don't want $10 worth of ice cream.
1: They want a chance. And if you already know that there's no chance whatsoever, you don't have to do it. I mean, I remember one particular date that I got, like, I'm going to use the word swindled into.
0: And the entire time I was out with her, I couldn't be present. Well, I, I didn't choose to be present because I didn't want to be there in the first place.
1: And, yeah, like, we we know what we want and we know what we don't want.
0: Now, some of these stories are super short on this because if anyone does listen that's ever
1: part of these stories, I, I don't want them to ever feel hurt. But they also illustrate a great point. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. And, and you can let yourself, you can let yourself wade in a little bit. You don't just have to get in the deep end.
0: I mean, an exercise that I, I've at least asked people to do before
1: is walk up to anyone that you find attractive and ask them out. Initiation really is the key. if you don't ask for what you want, how in the world are you going to get it? And it's interesting. I, I think this is a good place to bring up my metaphor on finding, and finding the
0: person of your dreams is like finding a needle in a haystack.
1: And you know we go through and we, we search this vast barn with all of these giant stacks of hay.
0: And after a while, we may even get a little bit desperate and search even faster. And ironically, I think sometimes we might even flip that little golden needle to somewhere else. You don't have to search through every needle every haystack. This is actually my most popular post on my website, josephanderson.co. Back to the analogy of finding a needle in a haystack. You can either search through every haystack. You'll get exhausted. You'll get tired. And you'll also see plenty of things that look like golden needles that aren't. But you won't be able to realize that because sometimes we get so desperate that our vision gets
1: fogged up and cloudy and we can't see what's in front of us. Now there's another way to do this as well. You can become the most powerful magnet that attracts everything in the world to you. Imagine that barn, even if there were, if there were golden needles. Imagine that you took a giant magnet through that barn.
0: You would get every golden needle. You would get silver needles. You would get nails. You would get some horseshoes. I mean, you you might even get the nails that are holding up
1: the barn. Well, it's so much easier to be able to pick things off of a magnet than it is to search an entire barn. You tell me what you want to do. Now, if I'm being 100% honest, what's I like to do with you guys,
0: I have done both. I have been the person scavenging through every
1: golden... At every haystack, looking for my person. And you know the funny thing? The people that have most closely resembled my person, I did not find while I was looking. I found
0: them in some of the most obscure ways that you would imagine. They just happened to be at places that I was. I mean, it it really is. Like, if religion is something super important to you in church, then you might find your person in a church social gathering. If exercise is something that's super important to you, you might find them
1: while exercising. You might find them out while you're on a mountain trail. You have no idea where you're going to find them. And this is going to sound counterintuitive. But the less you look, the more you're going to see. When you're scavenging through everything that you don't want to be scavenging through in the first place, you're wasting your time. I do. I I take the second approach. Even in
0: the past fairly long while, I have agreed to very, very,
1: very few dates. And I'm just honest with people. know, I, I had somebody send me
0: a message that even listens to this podcast and says, Hey, you know, I'm going to, am going to be in Arizona. You know, would you, would you be willing to meet up? And I said, no. Some people might think that's super harsh. And others might think, well, that would have been great for your podcast. That would have been great for, you know, business or whatever. It's like, no, if you're going on a date to do business, don't. That doesn't work. That's not
1: why they're there. That's not what they want. Be fair to yourself and be fair to the other person. So how do you put yourself out there again?
0: The same way you learn to walk. You start to crawl. You start to scoot around. You start to crawl. You, you start to wobble.
1: and You start to walk. And then you run. And then you sprint. I can almost promise you, if you stop dating everything that's in sight that you don't want to be dating, you will find more happiness, peace, and joy in your life. And I know there's going
0: to be some... I'm, I'm almost guessing that somebody's going to at least message me but like, everybody deserves a chance. And they do. But like I said before, if I know ahead of time they're not getting a chance, I'm going to save them from that and me from that. You only have so much time. Both guys and girls. You only have so much time available to you. you know, it, it's interesting. I'm doing this amazing program lately called The Artist Way by a lady named Julia Cameron. And to be very honest with you, um, when I started this probably five weeks ago, I felt really strongly that I need, needed to do it. And I was told about this three and a half years ago and I started it and then I just kind of didn't finish it because it's quite a bit of time. But this particular week is what's called uh, media deprivation week, which you're not supposed to really watch any TV be on special media, like, and you're not supposed to read any books. Well, I read more, I read more books than you could possibly imagine. And I, and I do some of that other stuff too, but you know, the, fu- the funny thing in there, it says is you're going to be bored. You're going to find yourself without stuff to do. And that has not been my experience. I have found that I don't know how I, how I found time in the first place to play video games and do some of the other
1: things I enjoy. I don't know. I just I feel so focused and so in this game right now. And I feel so guided and directed. You know, there, there, there's something else in this too that I think... When you're not so worried about focusing on you getting married, you can focus on friendships. You can focus on having a good time. You can focus on helping other people. You know, I had a beautiful experience today, where there's someone that's been on my mind for the for the entire week, or most of the week, and and then today when I was praying, they came to my mind again.
0: Well, I finally reached out to this person. And right before that, they had just been having a really bad day and they
1: just wanted somebody to talk to. And I called them at that moment. That is how guided our lives can be. Now, that's not saying anything about me. Anytime I share
0: anything the Spirit guides and directs me to do, I want you to know that that is available to you as well. And there's plenty of times that I don't listen. I'm just trying to do better. But it's just sharing that example with you guys that each and every one of us, we can be instruments in God's
1: hands. Whoever God is to you, He has people and things for you to do and serve. But if
0: you're so worked up and worried about about all the stuff we worry about as singles, of dating and getting married and all these other things,
1: you're possibly going to miss some opportunities. I think one of the reasons that we do kind of think about
0: having to force ourselves to get in the game is because we're playing games that we don't want to play. If somebody invited you to play a game that you really didn't want to play, it's okay to say no. Because that enables you time to play the games that you want to play.
1: And it saves the energy and space for you as well. You know, last night I had a beautiful experience of just being alone. And...
0: What I really experienced from that is I spent some time relaxing. And then, you know what I did for like, I don't know, it was probably three or four hours. I just did Sudoku. I, I turned on some really chill music. If you guys have Pandora, the, uh, the playlist acoustic covers, I've, I've really been digging that
1: at least the past two nights. And I just listened to that and I just did Sudoku. And it was awesome.
0: I slept amazingly, and then I woke up this morning ready to just do what I was meant to do. And Then I felt guided from one thing to another, to another, to another. That's how our lives can work when we stop worrying so much. Whether, whether you believe in God or not, I want you to even ask, like, have
1: you seen this energy? Have you seen this current that guides and pulls your life? it's there. What if it wasn't up to you to have to find your person?
0: What if you let, left that up to somebody that actually knew everybody in the entire world and could lead and guide you to the gre- greatest and best person for you? It might take a little bit of thinking off of it. You might, you might p- stop putting so much pressure
1: on it. And blowing and burning up your life because we're spending our time. You're spending your time, you're spending your energy. I really want you guys to
0: understand I I do get that this podcast is so much different, probably, than anything else out there. Well, I was miserable for 12 years of my life after kind of my single years, which I consider from like 21 to 33. And then I met an incredible mentor that basically said, hey, your life can be a lot happier and simpler. And he invited me to play that game. Well, I got to tell you, that game is so much better than playing around in the single scene and, and desperately going from one date to another, to another, to another, to another. Of, you know, I, I had a beautiful experience with, with another friend and he was getting back in the game. The very first person that he went
1: out with it just clicked and he just felt that so strongly with her that he politely and kindly
0: canceled all of his other dates. That is what I'm talking about. And then he even said like, guys, if, you know, if this doesn't pan out, I'll reach out to you, but I really want to see what's here. Stop listening to everyone that thinks they have great advice, including myself. Do you know what my advice is? Go play the game that you want to play and stop playing all the games that you don't want to play. Start listening to that inner voice and doing what it says, and your life's going to be pretty amazing.
1: If you wanted to sum up like everything I talk about in every single podcast, it would be that. That's it. We put so much pressure on ourselves to win this game of
0: marriage. I don't know if you've you've met somebody that got married after just a short while and isn't terribly happy. Go look at them. Stop paying attention to whatever you think somebody is doing on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Many of those family lives are also envying you.
1: I'm telling you. Like, oh my goodness, that guy gets to go on these cool trips. And that guy gets to do this and that and these other things.
0: And then there you are like, oh my goodness, they've got a family and, and they're married and that's so cool. Guess what? You don't, you don't get a play. You don't get to the,
1: you're not the dealer of the cards of your life. You're the player. And, and God gave you exactly the cards that he did for a reason. I don't know why. I mean, but one thing that's come up for me lately is just.
0: And I felt very strongly that I had to go through those 12 years of misery. Maybe it it didn't have to be quite 12 years to be able to help other single people be happy. And hey, if 12 years of my life turns the entire single population into happy people,
1: and this whole world becomes like a super happy place, I can live with that. I love the story of Joseph of Egypt. Some would have said, like, man, he was in prison for 13
0: years. That must have really sucked. And even as I just said
1: that, something just clicked. I I was pretty close to that 13 years as well. But after that, he was given all of Egypt. He was the second in command of all of Egypt. And he saved millions of people's lives what if you stopped worrying about yourself? And and not just like went forward in dating, but in the things that you want to do. You have more
0: time right now than you could ever imagine. And the same way I believe in a higher power being Heavenly Father, I believe in a lower power being the adversary or Satan. Well, if he can twist you up in your head, About reminding you all the the things that you don't have. It can prevent you from doing a great work right now. I mean, let's talk a little bit like practicality though. Like, how do you do this?
1: And I know this is going to sound super simple. But you see a person you find attractive. You start
0: talking to them. And if you feel that spark, if you feel that energy,
1: if you feel that connection, you ask them out. And if you're afraid of asking them like a big date, ask them the ice
0: cream. I, I am actually a huge fan of the ice cream date. It's because it's just a little sample. I mean, it's it's kind of like the samples they give you at, at the ice cream place. You're just taking an hour to sample the ice cream. And see what's there. Then if you, w- once you find if you like the ice cream, you can go back and get as much as you want. It's the same in dating. as long as they feel the same way. You can't... yeah, you, you got you to gotta have permission both ways. I mean they, they
1: also want to have to like you. And if they don't, that's OK. There's a, there's a beautiful song. It's by the Zach Brown band. And it's called As She's Walking
0: Away. I I was just looking this up, but I have to say how fun it is to do this. And I'm so grateful for you guys listening because I learned so much too. I haven't thought about this song in quite a while. But it says, We never spoke a word, but every thought she had I heard from across the room. If we were standing face to face, I couldn't find the words to say. Give me one more move. I don't even know her name. I guess foolish pride's to blame. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away, and my heart won't tell my mind to tell my mouth what it should say. May have lost this battle live to fight another day. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away. Wiseman next to me did say about the one that got away, son, I missed my chance. Don't you let regret take place of the dreams you have to chase. Ask her to dance. Go on, son. You might fall down on your face, roll the dice, and have some faith. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away, and my heart won't tell my mind to tell my mouth what it should say. May have lost this battle, live to fight another day. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away. You might fall down on your face, roll the dice, and have some faith. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away. And my heart won't tell my mind to tell my mouth what it should say. May have lost this battle, lived to fight another day. Now I'm falling in love as she's walking away.
1: I love that line that says you might fall down on your face. Roll the dice and have some faith. Roll the dice, have some faith, be in the game but only when you want to stop doing things you don't want to do. And then dating might be fun.
0: And then you're like, well, Joseph, if I don't go out and date tons of people, then I'll never get married.
1: Well, it's worked for you so well, so far, so well, right?
0: And, and I don't mean to sound harsh.
1: I, I just mean
0: like we get this idea in our head and it's like, well, I got it. I got to go forward. I got to go forward. I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. I have found so much of a blessing in doing less.
1: Roll the dice. Have some faith. I do have to say, there are some chances that I may have missed. But
0: especially the ones that I wanted the most out of anything that I've ever felt. I I, I will spare you the details but I went as far as you can possibly go
1: without the other person saying yes. And you know what? That night that was super painful, but you know what? It only lasted like a half hour. It lasted like a half hour of, of pain and frustration. And then I was okay. I would much rather go after what I want and be told no than to have to ever wonder what if, yes,
0: at the end of the day, you can only put so many balls in somebody else's court. That's okay.
1: You have to do you, you have to take care of you. Yes, I feel like it's about time to wrap up here. But so here in a nutshell, what I am saying,
0: take the chances you want to take. Roll the dice. Have some faith in yourself. Do you know what I've heard from some girls? Some of the most attractive girls, they never get asked out.
1: Because guys don't have the courage to ask them out. There's not too many girls that I haven't been willing to ask out. I've been shot down. I've been told no. But I can live with
0: that. I couldn't for a while. For a while it was like,
1: Oh my goodness, I've been rejected! I've been shot! I'm dead! Oh, what a world! I'm melting! But once you start understanding, Hey, your, your person's gonna be your person when they're there. And you don't have to, you got to stop worrying about it. Put yourself out there the way that you choose to and the way that you desire. And
0: you will be amazed at what opens up in your life. Not just in dating, but in everything. If you want to start doing something, start doing it. You have a limited amount of time, whether you're, let's say, 18 or 90. doesn't matter. You always
1: have a limited time. And you have no idea how much time that is. Start living your life. Start taking those steps in the direction that you want to take. And start trusting that inner voice. Don't don't go around desperately trying to date anything that walks. It won't be very
0: fun for you and it won't be very fun for them. But then when something strikes you, something catches your eye and you're like, wow. I want to see what's that.
1: Take your shot. Roll the dice. Have some faith. Life's a game. Life's a game. And the only way to stop moving is to stop rolling.
0: Dice, have some faith. Have I said it enough? Roll the dice, have some faith. Roll the dice, have the faith. Roll the the dice, have some faith. I promise you, The feeling of being rejected when you've done everything that you possibly can is nothing
1: compared to the question of, I wonder what if. I wonder what would have happened if I did that. I want to
0: thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast. If you guys haven't joined us already, go over to happyandsingle.com. Now keep in mind, there's there's like the bare bones of a website there. It's just a simple link on one of my other pages. It's just a a link there. And it just shares the schedule that we do for for uh, Happy and Single. These weekly Zoom calls, which generally are going to be at 10 a.m. Arizona time, but I also have plenty of other calls and things going on. And so sometimes I have to change it. If I've got a training program or something that I'm working on, I'll have to change the time or sometimes even the day. The day, I'll try to make that rare, but the time definitely will have to change sometimes, which also will let people listen that might not have the opportunity otherwise. So just go over to single.com and you can check out the news for that. And there's And there's a link for the Zoom call. So it's just a Zoom call. It's totally free. You're welcome to come on for the first little bit. I'm just going to share with you guys what I've really seen in the world lately. And then after that, I'm going to open up the floor and anybody right there on the call for, you know, the, the entire call will last about 55 minutes. And for the entire call, after I share what's going on, I'm going to, I'll actually coach you guys. And it'll be cool. Even if you're just there that by listening to somebody else be coached, well, and it's not really, I mean, it is coaching, but it's more of just a chat. Like we just talk and i share what you share what you see i share what i see and then we kind of compare notes and then as a result of that that inner voice and that spirit will be able to teach you what it is that you need to know but i'm i'm really looking forward to you know this next monday we've actually got quite a few people that said they're going to join us and i mean i just had a funny thought that this is probably going to come out after the, after that and so anyways Join, join us for join us for the next one you can always check just happyandsingle.com and there'll be the and there'll be the links but once again thank you so much for joining us i i so appreciate you guys and i and i've had a lot of fun today just being here with you and talking with you please feel free to share your comments feel free to message me on instagram at the its possible guy and share with me what you'd love to what you'd love to hear um, this, this all started today all because, you know, S- Stephanie was like, Hey, this is what I'd love to hear. You know, I, I talk on these so much and, you know, and if I don't get stuff, I oftentimes, you know, kind of go more towards the other stuff about listening to your inner voice and that, because that's some of the most helpful stuff I know. But since it's a kind of a, a I say it's a podcast about being single and dating and other stuff, I probably should also do the single and dating instead of just the other stuff. So, thanks for tuning in. If you guys have gotten benefit out of this, please share it with other people. It's so easy to share a podcast. You know, our goal is, oh, and also subscribe. Like, if you've gotten to this point, definitely subscribe. I don't know how you got here, I don't know what brought you here, but definitely subscribe. So that way you can at least decide if you want to listen to any more episodes and you don't have to find us again. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Go out and live your adventure. Thank you.